podcast with your boy Diggs uh, and my counterpart is uh, he's out. Come on, man. I'm just coming to do a quick segment on a comment we got on the video or our last podcast, the first episode. Uh, just a just a little quickie. Uh, no video, just audio. On, so uh, it's just going to be me talking. And I hope you enjoy why he's out. I, I don't know if he wants me to say this. He's currently going through a sex change operation. <laughs> yep. He's uh, he's already had the ponytail. So he, he's embracing uh, this new age of being comfortable with what you were truly born as aside from the biological penis or vagina uh and now he's gonna he's gonna move on and dominate all women's sports and i'm excited for him so we'll we're looking forward to that he'll be on next episode to explain himself uh so yeah that's that's why he's not here today and um i wish him well so here we go the comment that I got is this. Now, I'm not going to say the person's name because I don't know if he wants to be part of something like that. I don't know if he wants to get in a debate like that or what the case is. And I actually respect his comment. So I'm going to keep the name out of it unless he you know, says otherwise and wants to keep going with it and be a guest or just wants to keep on commenting you can you can comment call in or come and actually sit with us and be a guest for a debate i'm open to all that just just for the record so this is the comment and i quote fuck keep on hitting the microphone i think my big piece of advice for something important in my opinion is to cite some of the talking points some are debatable like the woman testing a clementine. And some are just straight up wrong. Like military suicides being more than COVID deaths. Not going to debate. Just think it would help credibility. Especially for big statements. Overall, it wasn't bad for the first episode. Even though I don't agree with a lot of it. It wasn't hard to listen to. And I didn't feel like I had to turn it off. Like Fox News or something. So because of that. That was the end of it. So because of that last part of that comment. I truly appreciate the comment. I really do, because he didn't come in like some crazy leftist and just talk his shit and saying we're wrong and whatever the case is. So I'm going to address the comment. First thing, the Clementine situation. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say he's he's right about that. You know, that's debatable, um, especially because I wasn't there in person and video and pictures and people could do whatever online and you just you just never know if it's real anymore editing and stuff like that but uh now now the reason why i made a case to even bring that up at all is because there's been (laughs) tons of instances where shit like this has happened where people have tested things other than people and it became positive this has been happening this isn't nothing new I mean, I personally know a nurse that works at hospitals dealing with COVID patients this whole time. She took multiple tests. Half of them were positive, half were negative. So, so the whole point is how many people 
really don't have COVID and is saying that they do. I mean, that's the whole point. I don't know if we can really deny that. Um, so let's move on, because I the only the only way that I can prove that something like that is true is if I do it myself, which I can do it on the next episode. I'll do it on camera. I'll open the box to a rapid test. I'll do a couple, and I'll test fucking fruit right here on camera. And while we're talking, we'll see what happens. And even, like, one out of four tests that test positive for fruit, that kind of should open your eyes and be like, wow, so how many millions of tests are wrong? If one out of four tested positive for a piece of fucking fruit. Fucking fruit. <laughs> anyway. So, okay, so, so, so the next one. Uh, the military suicides compared to COVID deaths. He says just straight up wrong. This wrong. Just straight up wrong. There's no wrong. Re- room for a debate, apparently. So, I have a... And now, I'm going to have multiple sources and i really would like to know where his sources uh are coming from because um i feel like people are on the other side of the fence uh i don't know if they realize that left-wing media has been caught in multiple lies and it's just like proven that they don't say the whole story or they keep shit out on purpose or they don't mention things at all or they straight up lie i mean CNN and MSNBC have been caught in straight up fucking lies. That I mean, that's and I, I will prove that on a separate episode because I can go all day with that with actual video of these people lying and and the proof that they were lying. Okay, so so I know people say Fox News is fake, but Fox News actually has some left wing people on it. So there's debates constantly on Fox News and Fox News is being called fake news because they say stuff that other mainstream media won't say. And that's why they're number one in ratings. Um, now, I'm not just just going to quote Fox News, but this is from Fox News right here. I, I'm not one of those guys that sits in front of the TV, watch Fox News all day. I, I don't. I read. I, I get, you know articles from the other side of the world you know what i mean like i i I look further so here's one from fox news suicides in the u.s army's active duty forces jumped 46 percent compared to last year pentagon suicides in the u.s army's active duty forces jumped 46 percent last quarter compared to the same period last year according to a new suicide report from the pentagon in q2 of 2021 60 active duty u.s army personnel members lost their lives to suicide compared to 41 the previous year Additionally, the number of U.S. military personnel, both active and reserve, who died from suicide in Q2 of 2021 was 139 compared to 130 during the same period last year. Comparatively, the total number of military personnel who have died from the coronavirus since the start of the pandemic stands at 67. So, and, and also, and so here, here's, a, here's another source, which states literally the, the same information as Fox News. I mean, so so this is American Defense News, October 14, 2021, says the same thing. 60 active duty Army personnel, 41 year prior, uh, pandemic stands at 67. As of October, when this article was written, was also stands at 67. Um, okay, so so we have American Defense News. I'm not really sure about that. There's Military Times. There's Fox News. 
So I, I it, it seems like I'm right. But I, I, I would like to hear um, uh, wait, what your sources are. Because uh, according to multiple sources, um, right. So that's where we'll leave that one. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll continue looking. I'll give you more sources, but I mean, that's that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, and that that's really the only things out of that 35 minute episode that he specifically called out. Um, I like I said, I, I, I appreciate the comment. Uh, he said he doesn't agree with a lot of it. So I'm just curious, you know, what what else he doesn't agree with? I don't know if it's the vaccine part, the mass part, whatever the case is. But I mean, the 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 point here is basically it's been two years, right? Um, the mask don't work. Uh, I mean, even in Fauci's, you know, uh, released emails, there was an email specifically stating that the mask don't stop the virus. He was talking to somebody. And this is behind closed doors. So there's no camera on him. This is what he was saying behind closed doors. He said that the virus particles are too small for these masks that we wear to stop it. So how can you really argue the fact that the masks work? I mean, it's been two years. People have been wearing masks for two years, okay? Schools, you know, there's been restrictions all over the place. And some of the most restricted states are doing the worst. Um People that wear masks are still catching it all the time. Hell, people that are vaccinated are still catching it all the time. So, I mean, what are, what are we talking about here? What what part don't you agree? And you don't have to agree with me. I just need more because I want to, I would love to get people to uh, see where I'm coming from. You know, I, I'm glad he actually sat through the whole 35 minutes. But, I mean, what what more do we need? Um, it's been two years and there's been massive information against what these so-called health professionals have been saying this whole time and nothing from their side. Fauci doesn't state data. He just says words. He just talks fear. Whereas, you know, there's a ton of information going against everything he's saying, like actual data. Like, like first off, like, Schools that aren't wearing masks aren't doing any worse than schools that are wearing masks. And I have the proof of, I literally get an email every day of a new kid has COVID. So why are we still wearing the mask? The masks obviously aren't stopping anything. And so so this is a funny headline. This is from uh, ABC, uh, 6ABC, right? At least, and I quote, this is the headline. At least four cruise ships prohibited from letting passengers disembark due to COVID outbreaks on board. Now, I know people that go on cruises. I work with one, and he was supposed to be on one of these cruises, but he wasn't allowed on because he tested positive. First off, you have to be fully vaccinated to go on a cruise. And I'm not sure of all four of these cruises, but specifically the one he was supposed to be on, you also needed to test negative on top of being fully vaccinated. So the reason why he got kicked off is because he was positive or didn't get kicked off. He wasn't allowed on in the first place. So 
the fact that there's four cruise ships that had COVID outbreaks, uh, a ship where, you know, apparently nobody was sick, right? Um, and are fully vaccinated. They're on the water, miles and miles away from unvaccinated people, and there's outbreaks. So how can we continue this lie that we're saying that the unvaccinated are keeping this going, this pandemic? Like, we're, we're the problem. Uh, I, mean, I mean, doesn't that headline kind of prove that it, it's not the unvaccinated's fault? What are we fault, talking about? Right? I mean, uh, and... I don't know what else to, to say. What are we I talking mean, about? look around. Okay, it's been two years. Did, would you really call this a pandemic? I mean, even if you know somebody who has passed away from, say, COVID, I guarantee they had some kind of serious health issue, they were really old. Um, and the regular flu probably would have done the same thing to them. Uh, I mean, and and as I said before, it's almost as if we forget that people do die from the flu, that old people do die every year, like a lot, you know, that, that, that people with serious health issues do die all the time, every year. It's just that now that we're highlighting every single one, uh, we, we, we all of a sudden are acting as if people aren't supposed to be dying from illness. It's just not real. It's just, it's just not realistic. But, and as I said before, I've taken my daughter to the hospital and urgent cares and, you know, just, uh, plenty of times for, for flu or flu-like symptoms. And I'm talking about a healthy child. So... It, it, now, now here, here's the funny thing. They highlight all the deaths, but if they highlighted all the people who lived through it and beat it just fine, there would be, it, the, the deaths will be overshadowed, but they're not going to do that. Ask yourself why they're not talking about the people who are beating it to, to be on a positive note. I mean, it, does, that, does that not make you question well, well, why don't more people question? Come on, man. There, there's, there's scientists who are, who are credible, have been credible their whole life, that are saying Fauci's wrong. The CDC's wrong. The who's wrong. But we're ignoring them. And at the same time saying, listen to the science. Fauci has gone against science. I mean, and we can go deeper into that with, with with proof. I'll post videos, articles. I mean, the scientists that are saying that he's a fraud are just regular scientists that just do what they love, which is science. They're not looking for TV time. I would believe somebody who's not looking for TV time over somebody like Fauci who loves TV time. This guy has been called out for decades now between his his part in the HIV situation um 
you know, the, you, I, I, I forget his name, the guy who made the PCR test. He has, he, there's literally a video of him from like 1993 saying exactly what people are saying today about Fauci. Uh, and this is 1993. So, I mean, and he literally said like, he will go on camera and, and lie straight to you. That's just, and he even said, so here it is. Carrie Mullis, uh, the PCR test inventor. So we're, we're going to play this video. Let me turn the sound up here. What is it, what, what is it about humanity that, 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 that wants to go through all the details and stuff and listen, you know, these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking, you know, he doesn't know anything really about anything. And I'd say that to his face. Nothing. The man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope and if it's got a virus in there you'll know it. He doesn't understand electron microscopy and he doesn't understand medicine. He, doesn't, he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people and they don't know anything about what's going on at the bottom. You know, those guys have got an agenda which is not what we would like them to have, being that we pay for them to take care of our health in some way. They've got a personal kind of agenda. They make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to. And they smugly, like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people that pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. You can't expect the sheep to really respect the best and the brightest. They don't know the difference, really. I mean, I, I like humans, don't, don't get me wrong, but basically there is a, there is a, there's a vast, the vast majority of them do not possess the, the ability to judge who is and who isn't a really good scientist. I mean, that's a problem, that's a main problem actually with science, I'd say, in this century because science is being judged by people. Funding is being done by people who don't understand it. Okay, who do we trust? Fauci? Fauci doesn't know enough to, you know. If Fauci wants to get on television with somebody who knows a little bit about this stuff and debate him, he could easily do it because he's been asked. I mean, I've had a lot of people, president of the University of South Carolina, ask Fauci if he'd come down there and debate me on the stage in front of the student body because I wanted somebody who was from the other side to come down there and balance my, because I felt like, well, these guys can listen to me, but I need to have somebody else down here that's going to tell me the other side. But Fauci didn't want to do it. So that, that was literally the guy who invented the PCR test, the test that we have been using to, to, to test people for COVID, which at recently was just, um, uh, they, they just said that to stop using that because they found out the test. So, okay. So here it is. So CDC withdraws use of PCR tests for COVID-19 encourages laboratories to use alternatives that can detect and differentiate COVID-19 and flu. How many repeat that. Use alternatives that can detect and differentiate COVID-19 and flu. So this test can't tell the difference between COVID-19 and the flu. And this is the test that we've been getting our numbers from. So we need to scrap all case numbers of COVID-19 right the fuck now. They, hey, we fucked up. Keep it moving. So anyway, again, that was... Carrie Mullis, the PCR test inventor, 
That was from 1993. Did you hear what he said? That's exactly what people are saying today. It's, it's insane. But we're going to just ignore it. Like literally a video from 1993 saying what people are saying today. And it's being completely ignored. Come on, man. It's just, I, absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. So apparently, you know, it's been two years. These people have not had a single uh, official study on masks that can prove that they work because they don't. You would think that like more people would be like, hey, you know, where's the data? Because we have a bunch of data showing that they don't work. So recently I was listening to Dan uh, Bongino. Okay, sorry. So the, so, so there, there was a study that the um, CDC director was, was quoting when it comes down to mask and the effectiveness. Apparently this, this data was false. They didn't research it themselves or they were desperate and reaching. So here we go. Here's Rochelle Walensky answering questions. She was on Fox News with Brett Baer. They did a viewer segment question. So you're going to hear an open, and it's a viewer question submitted on his phone saying, listen, Rochelle Walensky, you guys on the CDC keep promoting masking in schools based on pseudoscience, crap, and you keep promoting this Arizona study about masking that's already been debunked. I'll show that to you in a second. And yet she doesn't back down one bit. The Arizona study has been totally eviscerated by scientists, not politicians. And yet Rochelle Walensky, supposedly a CDC, supposedly the CDC director, right? She's not acting like it, is committed to telling you a debunked study is still real so you can put a face diaper on your kids. Watch, it happens right here. This is Dave Joyce. Uh, he has a question about masks in schools. You have consistently cited one study in Arizona as justification for mask mandates in schools. Yet there's reporting in The Atlantic that shows that this study is deeply flawed. Will you follow the science and stop relying on faulty studies and end mask mandates for children in schools? Response. Um, you know, there have been study after study, not only in this country, but in other countries that have demonstrated um, that our layered prevention strategies, including masks in schools, are able to keep our schools safely open. That is not what the study said. My gosh. And no, there haven't been studies in other countries that have showed the efficacy of masks. The Bangladesh study, which I'm, she doesn't say it, but given that I think I know more about this at this point, sadly, than Rochelle Walensky, or she knows more and is just lying, that's not what it showed. That study was discredited too. Oh, it's so frustrating. So The Atlantic, which is a left-leaning magazine, and David Zweig, who, believe me, is no conservative at all. This is a left-leaning online magazine, is criticizing Rochelle Walensky's study, the Atlanta study, that viewer asked the question about. The study was crap. And yet the CDC's insisting your kid put a face diaper on based on a crap study, and she won't even admit it. Here, from lefties. The article is called The CDC's Flawed Case for Wearing Masks in Schools. The agency's director, Walensky, has said repeatedly that schools without mask mandates have triple the risk of COVID outbreaks. That claim is based on very shaky science. This is a left-leaning magazine. Now, before I read this quote, they're trying to suggest to set it up that there's a study out of Arizona 
that if your school does not have a mask mandate, you have three times the risk of a COVID outbreak. But here's the catch of the study. The study's methodology and data set appear to have significant flaws. The trouble begins with the opening lines of the paper. Man, you don't have to get too far, folks. Where the authors say they evaluated the association between school mask policies and COVID outbreaks during July 15th to August 31st of 2021. Oh, okay. But after reviewing school calendars and speaking with several school administrators in, in, in Maricopa and Pima County, Arizona, the author found that only a small proportion of the schools in the study were actually open at any point during July. <laughs> Some didn't even begin class until August 10th. Others were open from July 19th or July 21st. This means students in the latter group of schools has twice had, had twice as much time, six weeks instead of three weeks, in which to develop a COVID outbreak. <laughs> so the study is completely false and, and it's bullshit. And this CDC director, the, you know, this top health professional was quoting this in defense of masks. So, I, I mean, th th this is all over. I, I'm going to continue to find sources and have them ready for podcasts from now on because if anybody, if anybody has, uh, no, that's not true. Comment. I, I, I want to, I want to evaluate that. Uh, the, the, you know, my, I want to get deeper into my stance, and I, I would love to hear uh, what your source was to say that I was wrong on that. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up because it's getting, uh, it's, it's getting a little bit long here, and I, uh, it was supposed to be a quick one. I just, you know, I get started on this and I just like, oh my God, I fucking love it. I don't know. I could just go all day. But um, anyway, so let, let's uh, let's pray that uh, Matthew Hatter's surgery goes well. And uh, we're going to wrap this up now. And any more comments or any kind of input on what we're doing here, let me know. And... True internet suffered to pressure.